Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, Chris Malone from the KTK Morning Show here with your recap for Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Talked about a whole bunch of stuff today, but we started off with talking about bidding on, on upgrades for your next flight. You may find yourself uh, buying an economy ticket or even a basic economy ticket. And you might find after you buy this ticket, you get a notice from the airline saying, hey, would you like to bid on a seat upgrade? How does this work and and what's going on here? Well, basically, each of the airlines are going to have their own rules as to how this program goes to your minimum bid, how much you can bid, when you can bid, all that good stuff as well. Um, And uh, it just sounds like what it is. You will place money on an upgrade. You'll decide if you want a business seat or a first-class seat or or something like that. But before you even get to that stage, what you want to do is figure out how much you want to bid on these seats because you're not going to be able to see your competition's bids. So the general rule of thumb is uh, to calculate the regular cost of a business class seat if you're going for business class, subtract what you've already paid for economy, and then add anywhere from 20 to 40% of the remaining price as your bid price. Because again, the airlines are wanting to get something rather than nothing for this upgrade. Again, you're not going to see your competition and they're not going to see you as well. Chances are people will only do the minimum. So if you even go $1 above the minimum, you've won. Pretty cool. The only thing is that these are for mostly for airlines outside of the United States. Most of the domestic carriers, with the exception of Hawaiian Airlines, um, do not offer bidding processes. However, I would tend to think that if this is a money-making venture that's working well, it will be only a matter of time before um, the domestic ones start allowing bidding on unsold inventory. Talked a little bit about the IRS deductions and how things are going to change a little bit from this year compared to uh, the taxable season from last year and the last couple of years. Um, Last week, I had mentioned that uh, the IRS is kind of warning uh, people who are expecting a fairly high refund that it may not be as high as it was over the last couple of years, mainly because we don't have any stimulus payments coming in and the child tax credits are back to where they were before the pre-pandemic for the most part. Uh, Mainly what you're looking at is the IRS has bumped up the standard deduction for your filings coming up sometime between now and April for $400 for single filers and $800 for joint or head of household. Um, And what they've also done is they've adjusted the taxable income brackets for 2023 as well, which means um, they're showing about a 7% uh, change, which means if you're making about 7% more in income in 2023 than you did in 2022, you might want to double check and make sure that your tax bracket hasn't changed. Now, I did mention the, the child tax credit. Um, for the most part, not so good news. It's back down to its $2,000 pre-pandemic limit for each child. But they did keep the age cap at 17 instead of the pre-pandemic 16. So at least there's a win in uh, that particular category. Um, we talked about car insurance rates actually going to increase for all of us. Uh, on average, auto insurance rates are expected to rise 8.4% this year and over the next decade by at least 24%. What is going on? 
So according to the Insurance Information Institute, Florida drivers pay the second highest premiums in the U.S., right behind Michigan. Annually, the average premium in Florida is about $2,560. So for 2023, that means each vehicle insured on the road is going to see an increase of around $220 annually. While electric vehicles and newer uh, technology cars generally going to cost more to repair if they're in an accident or um, something along those lines because it's newer technologies. The main reason that uh, the insurance rates are going up for cars are natural disasters. Florida being one of the top 10 states impacted by natural disasters, that premium increase will be higher than at least the 24% over the next uh, next 10 years for the national average. May explain why um, around 10, rather uh, one in five drivers in Florida are uninsured. It's one of the largest uninsured rates in the country, which I thought was one of the highest in the country, and it is, uh, and it kind of f- feeds into the uh, super high insurance rates, why people aren't being insured and, and everything like that. So um, it is something to consider, especially if you're uh, looking at picking up a new car soon. The new car monthly payment averages around $700 a month for six years. So we're talking about insurance ranks going up uh, by uh, almost a, a quarter of a percentage point. So it's something to consider uh, when you're making the purchase of your car. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Never clean a hot stove. If you're like me and you're impatient, when you're finished cooking, you want to get the kitchen as clean as possible so you can, at least in my mind, I can relax and enjoy dinner once I know the kitchen is clean because it's not hanging over my head that I got to do that later. But, uh, and I'm really guilty of this as well. Sometimes I'll go ahead and clean when the, when the stovetop is hot and I should stop doing that. There's a couple of reasons because wiping down your hot burner area on your stove is harmful to your health because that cleaning solution that you're using, even the mildest of detergents, can vaporize in an instant and uh, travel into your lungs. We don't want that, do you? It's kind of nasty. Not to mention that the rag or sponge you're using as well could actually vaporize and become airborne and into your lungs. And then secondly, probably on your thrifty side, you don't want to do that, is that the cleaning products you use are less effective if they are um, circu- if they're uh, being uh, uh, put up against high temperatures uh, of your recently used stove. Not only do they vaporize, but they're not going to clean as well. So it's a lose-lose situation. And wait five to ten minutes after you use your stovetop to start cleaning so that you're uh, safe. A warm one's okay. Hot one, not so gay. Oh, okay. And then uh, this is something to consider with your cell phone or device that doesn't seem to be charging anymore. I mean, considering that they all run on rechargeable batteries. I actually just picked up one of those um, uh, universal remotes that has a rechargeable battery as well. I'm not too sure about this because... I keep forgetting to charge things, but we'll see how it goes. But in any case, you may find that your older phone no longer charges when you plug it in to, uh, to the uh, charging porthole. Um, and there's an easy fix to this because you think about this. It could be as simple as lint being inside uh, the, the charging port. You know, it's in your pocket a lot of times, in your purse. It sits in your car. It sits on your desk. And all this time, things are floating around in the air that can actually be put inside the uh, the, the charging input of your uh, of your device. And generally, it's not a big problem unless it starts 
causing problems with the connectivity of it. And that's when your phone's not going to charge. It's not going to tell you there's a problem. It just simply won't charge. Rather than shipping it off for a, um, a repair or to um, just get a new phone altogether, grab a toothpick and be very, very careful in this. But go ahead and start see if you can kind of fish any sort of lint out from inside the charging port. A little bit of compressed air might get that out as well. And then see if it charges. If it does, you just save yourself a whole bunch of money. If not, well, then you've crossed that off your list and you can feel a little bit better about spending money and getting it fixed or getting a new phone. So there's the shoe for today. Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening. I always welcome your comments and your feedback. C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y.